Hello and welcome back to the final whistle brought to you by the Rugby Connection podcast. Now, they always say that you're always you're only as good as your last game. Well, our next guest finished on a high, three-time Rugby World Cup champion, one-time Sevens Rugby World Cup champion. She is the most capped Blackfern in history with 68, 2015 Player of the Year, Kendra Coxedge. Kendra, thank you so much for coming on. How are you getting on? Yeah, um, thanks Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, really good. Just trying to, I guess, ground myself after the, um, being on cloud nine the last couple of weeks. Uh, no, nah, it's been really enjoyable. No, you can stay on cloud nine for as long as you want, trust me. <laughs> First question that we always ask our guests, just to get the ball rolling, what actually got you into rugby right at the very start? Yeah, so- yeah, so we're going back a fair few years now. Um, but yeah, I was, I was four, year, four years old when I started playing rugby, and um, I, I mean, I was into a lot of sport, like as many, as you, I guess, as much sport as you can at four years old. But um, you know, the reason I got into it was because I was doing a bit of tap dancing um, with my with my twin sister, and um, I was very high energy, uh, annoying my twin sister and the teacher in in, in tap dancing classes, and. Um, so mum was like, all right, you're annoying your sister, you're annoying the teacher, we're going to, you know, ship you off, um, you're basically not coming back next week, and, and then that following week, um, I went along to, with my family friend, um, Matthew, to a rugby, a rugby training, and then picked up, picked up a rugby ball, um, it's kind of a random way to get into it, but picked up a ball and just never looked back. I love that, and that actually explains you as a player because you are very quick on your feet and agile. You can thank tap dancing for that. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe you won't <laughs> want to see me tap dancing now, but um, <laughs> that might have helped. Might have helped a little bit with the footwork. <laughs> there you go. Um, you did play another sport because a lot of the fan questions or guest host questions have been based on your other sport before rugby or during rugby as well. So. My mum has chucked a question in. This is our first time chucking a question in. We've done the pod yeah. for about two years, but you're, you're her first question. She was like, was, <laughs> she's asking, was there a pivotal moment that made you concentrate more on rugby compared to cricket? Yeah, and that, that's a good question, right? Um, you know, like I went down to, um, I'm, I'm from the North Island, um, Taranaki, and moved down to Christchurch to study at Lincoln University because of a cricket scholarship. And, um, and then I also played rugby. So I was on this cricket scholarship, you know, doing all this training for cricket, winter training. At the same time, on the side, um, I was playing rugby. I played rugby, obviously, since four years old, all through school. Um, and I wasn't going to stop because I just absolutely loved the game. Um, and then that year, I made the New Zealand A cricket team and then the Black Ferns. Well, Canterbury, you know, Canterbury Farah Palmer Cup team first and then, and then the Black Ferns. So that was a pivotal moment of where I had to make a decision because I wasn't going to be able to... To represent both, you know, because cricket was um, kind of all year round because you had to do winter training and all that kind of stuff. And then with rugby, um, there's always that off-season training. So what I guess helped me make that decision was based around, like, I'd played women's cricket from the age of 15 and played for the Central District Hines. And um, just right at that point, I had just, you know, I think just an 80-minute game over a six-hour game (laughs) of cricket. Or, you know, three hours out on the field and maybe get a bit of a bowl. And, you know, I absolutely love fielding or um, batting in the, in the mid-order. Um, I just, yeah, rugby just was at the forefront. And I kind of think back now and I'm like, I think I made the right decision. <laughs> yes, you definitely made the right decision. Um, 
one of my co-hosts, Harv, again, he's sticking to the cricket theme. This has become a constant theme throughout so far. And I do apologise for that. I tried to avoid cricket. No, it's fine. I'm not yeah. a cricket fan, but <laughs> everyone else insisted. So Harv asked, one, would you return to cricket? And two, would you... He says give up, but I'm going to say trade. Would you trade in your Rugby World Cup medals for Cricket World Cup medals? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the first one, I if I went back to cricket, it would just be at a real social capacity. Um, I thought about there's a one stage in there, I was like, oh, maybe I should do, do rugby and then flick over to cricket and do, try and do a Cricket World Cup. But um, it wasn't about that for me. I just For me, it was about enjoying what I was doing and, and rugby at that point. I, you know, I was really enjoying that and um, so for me, if I went back to cricket, it'll just be at a social capacity. Um, I've had multiple messages since announcing my retirement, um, asking if I'll go back to the game and and whatnot. And um, but I'll support it where I where I can, and you know, play a bit, might have a bit of fun with it, and play social twenty twenty cricket or fill in every now and then. Um, and then the other question what was the other question. Sorry. Um, would you trade in your World Cup? Oh, well, for- uh, n- no. I would say no currently. Um, you, you know, like I know that I know that the White Ferns and in the, the Cricket World Cup was here in New Zealand this year, but um, I would not. Yeah, I I wouldn't trade um, trade my my Rugby World Cup for a Cricket World Cup medal. There you go. I love that. <laughs> Anya, another one of our co-hosts, she does our our women's show every fortnight. She's asked, could you sum up your rugby career in three words? Oh. <laughs> that's, that's a great question you got there, Murray. Uh, well, I've got a great question, sorry. Um, probably love. Um, I've just absolutely loved every yeah. every time, you know, every moment. I mean, there's times where it's obviously it's there's struggles and it's challenging, but um, love of the game. I'm gonna I'm gonna separate my three words rather than connecting them. Um, you know, love love of the game. Um. Uh, probably another word would be around like inspiring. Um, was you know it's massive for me as part of my legacy was inspire the next generation. Um, and then the other one would be um, just probably empowering empowering women I guess, and that's what we're trying to do with, but not just women, but um, you know anyone in 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 sport and. Um, most you know, most of women in sport, but it's probably around empowering, empowering women, um, love for the game, and then, oh my god, my brain's gone to mush. Um, it's been <laughs> long day. What was the other one I said? I'm testing you here now. Love, loving, uh, inspiring, and empowering. Oh, so and I'm, empowering. Yeah. 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 Nice. Love it. <laughs> I actually love the the word you chose because this kind of pushes me on to my next question. Have you got any advice? for young women wanting to get into play rugby? Yeah, I mean, I get asked that, that question a lot. And for me, it was, um, if you ever got get an opportunity, take it with both hands, because it might only ever come once. So, um, you know, I have that bit of advice. And then the second piece is around, don't let anyone say that you can't. Um, you know, I grew up playing with the boys and I had multiple parents and, and coaches say that I can't play and I can't play with the boys. But... Um, I always found a way. Um, I found a way to do that, and you know, my my parents back back me to do that. And um, and you know, like there was one time when a, a coach said to me I couldn't play, and I was the same position as his son. 
Um, so I just found a way. I just dropped down a grade for a year and, and played in that grade because I wasn't going to let anyone say that I couldn't play it when I had the support from from my family. So um, that's probably the, the the biggest advice I would I would give. And then and just enjoy absolutely enjoy what you do. Um, you know, and I went through a bit of a stage of not really enjoying the game so much. Probably about you know during like probably just after COVID, and I took about six months off off club footy and. Um, and that was because I had to get the um I'm not gonna say I fell out of love with it, but just get that love back for the game and, and just enjoy what I what I do. And I did that by going back to watch um junior club rugby and women's club rugby to make me realise why I was you know, while I was playing the game. Um and, you know, that was a pivotal moment for me. I was probably wouldn't have played in the World Cup that I just played in. That's crazy that. And just yeah. to put the, just to put it out there, just to prove your point, the coach's son that was obviously getting picked because daddy's favourite. Um, how many World Cups does he have? Yeah, that's a good point. Someone said that to me today. It's probably been, it was probably a pivotal moment in my life. <laughs> um, you know, to, I guess, to where I've got to. And that's, you know, and yeah, he's, he doesn't have a World Cup. He's still back up at home in, in Taranaki. And, you know, he's got a beautiful family and whatnot now, but he, he didn't play for rugby for very long after that. Um, so, yeah, he's, um, I'm three up on them, three, four World Cups, but three, three winning ones. Four. You got a sevens one as well. Four. World oh Cups. yeah, the sevens one. I was gonna yeah. So the sevens one was just part of actually the World Series. It, it's uh, it's in, incorrect on there. So I was just part of the World Series that the the Blackburn Sevens won, um, in 2013. Um, because the World Cup was actually yeah. Yeah, yeah. Joined, then. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not your fault. A lot of people, a lot of people were saying that, but it's just yeah, part. I, I was part of the World Series because obviously with Sevens you play lots of World Series, yeah, of course, and it yeah. leads into winning that. And I was part of that team because I went to I went to Houston and was with the Sevens in t- in twenty thirteen. I'll still count it. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and you've got a Player of the Year as well. Yeah. So you're just ticking all the boxes ahead of them. <laughs> <laughs> Got a question from the black jersey, and it kind of folds into a question I've got as well, so I'll kind of chuck them both at you at the same time. So his question is, will you move into coaching? And my question is, what's next for Kendra? Yeah, so I guess for me, what's next is um, I'm currently kind of working through it at the moment. So first of all, um, I'll go back into my job. And he's on rugby. Um, obviously with the with the black ferns we've we've worked and, and trained um up until this year when we could, you know, could afford to go full time for the year. So um I took a year off my job and I was lucky enough that to filter to filter back into my job, um, which I'll do on Thursday this week. Um, personal choice. I kinda just want to get back into and get my feet under the desk and I live the real life, I guess, of working um working full time in, in the rugby space, which I'm actually really excited about. And then second of all, um, I am really keen to give back in a coaching, um, you know, aspect to not quite sure how that looks yet. Um, this year, probably we just found a bit of a bit of skill, skills and drills delivery. Um, and then, you know, like after a year off, I'll look at wanting to get back and coaching a team. But I think the best thing for me right now is probably to take a break away from it because if I went straight into coaching, um, that team would end up getting the brunt of it, so it's um, probably a smart decision just to, to you know, to I guess work in my job and and give that all the effort that I can, and then look at um, making decisions around coaching after that. But 
More so keen to, you know, and the old club footy down here is pick up a, a whistle on the weekend and just go do an under 13s or under 11s or something game, you know, just to go and share the love, um, but nothing too, you know, formal or structured. I love how much you love the game. This is a I actually thing. do. Like, I don't think people realise how much I actually love it. <laughs> I'm saying, like, I can talk about rugby. Rugby's religious to me, and that's the way I can yeah. put it. I will watch yeah. highlights, full games, people breaking down games. I do podcasts on it. I interview yeah. top-class players. That's why you do a podcast, right? That's why you're doing a podcast. <laughs> that's exactly why I do it, just because somebody needs to hear me talk about rugby. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We might be here till midnight, then we might need to put a time limit on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't put time limits on conversations because it's natural. <laughs> you don't know what I'm asking you. I don't know your answers. It's not been agreed three days prior. I don't like stuff like that. Yeah. None of the questions I have are hard. Well, yeah. I wouldn't think they're hard. It's just if I catch you off guard, I like seeing your natural reaction as well. Because I know that yeah. you, it shows that you generally don't have a clue what I'm about to say next. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you that if that's the case too, I'll be like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. If, if so, I've put one too, that's too far, you could just be like, no comment or, yeah. Yeah. No, sweetie. Now, you've played with some of the best players on the planet. Who is your dream halfback partner? You can pick two. So you get one for the present day and one for the past. But you're starting to scrum half, obviously. Oh, I'm going to take one from the male game. Okay. Oh, I've got two from the male game. That's all right, though, I guess. I'm going to yes. take, can I take three? I'm going to take three. Um, well, I'll take two. So, first of all, I love George Gregan. Okay. I love George Gregan. Played for, obviously, Wallabies. Um, absolute legend. Um, and then uh, same with Andy Ellis. Uh, Andy Ellis, obviously, Crusader um, and All Black. And he's just an all-around good person. He actually helped me a lot, um, you know, coming through the ranks and giving me skill sessions and helping me out with that. And um, he's just an epic human. And I just love the style and the way that the way that he played. Um, so those those are definitely two. And then probably in the in the current game, um, you know, Lauren uh, Sensus. Uh, from France who unfortunately done an ACL and retired um, I've actually you know followed her for a wee while and she's she's exceptional um, you know she's a, she's a great nine and I was actually a little bit gutted that I, I couldn't come up against her in that semi-final with the, with the ACL injury but um, you know and it's the same with Pauline Boudon who's another good um, competitor um, you know as well so um, yeah, so for me, um, those are the three. I know you said two, and I've put in three, but um, yeah, but it's you know, I just there's so many halfbacks out there because I also love Aaron Smith and TJ Piranat. So that's fair. Who's yeah, so who's your 10 then? Who, who, if you're starting, who do you want at 10 with you? Who's controlling the game? Uh, who's controlling the game? Oh man, it would have to be Dan Carter, eh? He's an absolute freak. Um, and then I had the opportunity to play with Anna Richards as well. Um, wow. You know, she's a legend of the game with the Blackburns and, and she's, she's been, you know, she was awesome for me when I was coming through the ranks and, and helped me and supported me. And, you know, to have a 10 that just, I don't really know, there's some young ones coming through now, but no one's really had the, the visibility and the decision-making that she, you know, and that vision that she had. Um, 
so probably those two would be my my tens um you know especially like someone like Dan Carter like you know from a young age he just had such a cool calm yeah. collective demeanor about him and you know he's been involved with us a lot this year with the Black Ferns and the more he's around us the more I'm like you're an you're an actual freak <laughs> yeah, yeah so I've not, I've never spoke to Dan Carter yet. We'll get there. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah, get there. He is, he's very important personally because my little boy's called Carter. Oh, no. And no. Um, yes, yeah, yes, yes, it's because of Dan. My friend, yeah. my best friend actually asked me that. So before, I would put it on Facebook, but to everyone to see it, like, obviously family and friends get to know it first. So I text yeah. my friend at like two o'clock in the morning, like Carter Anderson is born. And I went, do you name your child after Dan Carter? I was like, Yes, and if I could have got away with it, his middle name would be Daniel, but it's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and there's, I've got a friend too that named their their kid Carter after Dan Carter as well. Um, you know, because he's an absolute absolute goat. Um, I wonder if anyone will name their kid Kendra after me. We'll see. <laughs> Never say ever. It, it could. It will happen. I can't promise, I can't promise we'll for me because I only have one, so I can't. I can't cheat you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll be keeping an eye on you if you have another kid and see if he's going to name it Kendra. So uh, if it ever happens and I announce that Kendra's going to mess me like, you know what to do. <laughs> yes, boss. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> we're, we're going to go into a different section now. This is getting to know Kendra. This is all about you as a person. This is really nothing to do with rugby, actually. So, cats or dogs? Dogs. I'm still waiting on somebody picking cats. It's a weird one. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, like, I actually, now I'm retired, I'm really keen on getting a dog because, like, you can walk them and you can throw them the ball. Like, if you could teach a cat that you could throw the ball, they brought it back or walk it down the street. <laughs> Probably a different story. But um, I just, I, I, I just love, I love dogs. Any specific breed of dog or just all dogs? You're gonna laugh, but I, I really wanna I really wanna get a corgi and I joke about that. <laughs> get a corgi and everyone's like, What you think you're the queen? But um you know what, there's multiple dogs and I don't really know what I want, but I kind of joked about getting a corgi. But um yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm sure I'll go puppy um hunting and maybe adopt one and who knows what it's gonna be like. Sure. Well I mean you're the queen of rugby, so you could you can get a corgi. <laughs> Yeah, we, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what it's like. A... <laughs> um, your favourite school subject? PE. <laughs> I figured it was going to be PE, but there's always one. I know. Like, second I know. Favorite. <laughs> okay, I, I actually really enjoyed biology. Okay. Um, yeah, and that was just, obviously, learning about, um, well, even human body and all that kind of stuff as well, so... Biology, I actually really, really enjoyed, um, and mostly, yeah, mostly PE. Um, I did a little. I actually did a bit of woodwork, in there at one stage. And I built this table. So when I was younger, I built this table. Believe it or not, it's got an oval shape on the top of it, and it's got a rugby field in it, and I had glass. I had a glass top on it, and I actually put little wee rugby um, figurines in it, and painted a field, and made rugby posts and everything. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I the think best... I still got it. It's up at home in the necky. Oh, nice. The best thing I ever did at Woodwork was, I think it was meant to be like a, like a table topper, like you put your pens and all that in it. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I just cut an M for Murray into this bit of wood, stuck two bits in it like, to stick the pens and pencils in. And, and the man, you know, the like the wood burner thing, it kind of looks like a pen, but they're yeah. ridiculously hot. Yeah. I yeah. burned the, the Scottish rugby logo into that. <laughs> that was it. Like, I, well, I, I think I bet you in. I bet you in that. Then I bet you in the woodworking making. I also made a big chest, like oh, a big wooden off. chest. Yeah. Just shut off now. <laughs> it's still at my mum and dad's. It's actually got all my trophies and stuff in it. See, you won trophies as well. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, Mary, sorry. No, no, I'm just, it's all good. Um, what is your favourite childhood memory? Well, it's going to involve rugby, probably, isn't it? Good. Um, it's a rugby podcast, so that's fine. <laughs> I think my favourite childhood memory, and I'm not sure it's favourite, but it's just the memories of running around in bare feet on ice, ice cold fields in, in the morning and in Taranaki and then having um, an orange juice and a saveloy and bread post-game. And then maybe getting a moro if you got tired of the day. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's the first understood. thing that comes to my mind when you said that. I never understood the whole orange slices thing because obviously like every like age-grade coach does that. I don't like yeah. oranges. Oh, my God. We, ha- we have oranges today at Blackburn after training. We have... We have let our nutritionist cuts up oranges and we're we're into it. What what does it actually do? Is it just to fuel is it just to give you that vitamin? Yeah. So again. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And just the you know, like it's juicy, so same thing. Uh fair. It's just I'm very There's probably fast some there's probably some detailed nutrition information that I don't even know, but I just eat them because someone's cut it up for me and I like oranges when someone else Cuts them up for me. There you go, happy days. <laughs> you can do the life hack move that I've seen. You cut it in half and you push it through, and that's it all done. You don't have to try. Oh, it. I'm, go- I'm gonna have to try that. I'm gonna have to try that. You should see how I much. Should have got. Should have got. I don't have an orange. We should have got you to try it on the podcast. You can show me. <laughs> um, I'll send you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your favorite? Or go to post match drink. We don't mean water or protein shakes. We need like your social drink. Um, it, it, so, it, first of all, generally used to be Coke, only because I used to crave it, to crave okay. Coke. Um, but then it's beer. I love having a nice cold beer post post game. Like I'm a wine drinker too, but wine straight after the game, no good. So, um, yeah, I'd enjoy a cold a cold beer. Any specific types of beer or just beer in general? Um, well, I actually do like a, a Steinlager Pure, and I'm not saying that because it's a sponsor's product, but um, Steinlager, Steinlager Pure. I also like Asahi, um, the Japanese beer as well. Oh, um, wow. And then I've just started on the old um, Bates, the Summer Ultra. It's low carb, and I think that's because I've retired, so I've got to keep the carbs down. I do want to try Steinlager because obviously watching like New Zealand rugby it's everywhere in the stadiums yeah. on the pitch and I'm like well I'll try that one you can't get it over here yeah Just make don't. sure if you try it you get you get the style like a pure don't drink the classic yuck okay I'll, I'll remember that style like a pure yeah you'll remember that that's fine um, 
Who would play you in your biopic? What actor? What actress would play you in the in the story of you? What actress would play me, or what actress would I like to play me? <laughs> you know what? Well, I love. I feel, like um, a, I feel like there's a different answer, so we'll go for both. No, I got um. I love Hunger Games, right? And I love Katniss Everdeen, which is what Jennifer Lawrence. So, and because cause she's a boss in that movie, I'm like, I'd love her to be me. But she looks nothing like me. Like, she's dark hair, she's got jaw, skinny. So, um, and when I said that to someone, they laughed at me. But I was like, well, the question was, who do you want to play? You know, who would you want to play you in a movie? And I was like, well, that's her, because I just think she's an absolute boss in that movie. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Is there yeah. anyone yeah. that. So, who would play you then if everyone laughs at it? Um. Yeah, I don't really know who else. I've been trying to find someone that's short, blonde, like me. Um, but I just want to stick with someone who's a boss. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. What well, who your... do you think? What? Do you, what? What would you? Who would you think? I'm going to put that question back. Yeah. I don't know. I thought. I kind of actually had a thought of Jennifer Lawrence. I don't know why. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't even the badass thing. I was trying to think. Because if you start thinking of like legends, you end up going too too old, like Meryl Streep. That's too old. So you need to bring yeah. it back. A bit. So you need to yeah. think of either an actress that's done like one big franchise, like Hunger Games, or yeah, one that's just like fresh out of the box. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I actually a lot of people used to tell me like I'm not sure. Have you seen The Blind Side, the movie with Big Mike? It's a um, football movie. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it's got some Yeah. yeah. Uh, does it? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, it does. And there's a kid on there. There's a kid on there. His name's SJ. And um, a lot of people said that I, um, I remind them, of, you know, he reminds me, well, he, re- that he reminds them of me. Because um, he's like, he's, you know, obviously Big Mike's adopted into the family. He's got his clipboard and he's telling him what to do and he's bossing him around. And he's trying to get him fit. And, and he also like looks like he could be my younger brother. So um, I always used to find that that was quite funny. So you need to go and have a look at, at SJ. I wouldn't know what his actor name is, um, but have a look at the scene on, on the blind side um, when, he's, when he's training up um, Big Mike to get fit. Fair enough. No, we'll, we'll stick with we'll stick with Jennifer Lawrence because I can't. Really, <laughs> it's a hard question. You don't even think that's a, a difficult question until you break it down. And hmm, mm, interesting. Yeah, I'll I'll think I'll have a think and I'll write off a short list. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. <laughs> what is your um, favorite film? Bridesmaids. That's such a good choice. I love that. Oh my god, I love that movie. It's just so funny. It's lighthearted. Um, if we're going kids movies, The Lion King, nothing beats that. Um, but definitely Bridesmaids. It's just oh my, any so funny. Oh my gosh, I still watch it and just you know it's coming up and you just crack up laughing. It's the you already know what what better is. It's the Melissa McCarthy on the air scene when she like hoists her leg up and I'm just like oh my like that must have hurt like that, I see the hamstring go there <laughs> maybe she could be maybe I could get her to buy me Melissa McCartney just because she's hilarious um, there you go. 
Yeah, but she, yeah, that's funny. And my, actually, and then there's another part in there, you know, um, is it the, the car driving scene? Oh, is that bridesmaid? No, no, that's that. When she makes the cop. And um, she's driving past and she's like doing, you know, in her car trying to get the attention of the, the cop on the side of the road. And then the other one when she's, you know, the, trying to buy, the other chick's trying to buy a dress on, I mean, a wedding dress on. And then she, they had just been out for lunch and they got food poisoning. Yes. So funny. <laughs> yeah, my my uh, family friend like recreated that scene going across the road in the in the wedding dresses. And then sitting in the street. <laughs> and sitting in the street, yes. <laughs> oh no, on a TikTok. Wow. It's got like over twenty million views. What? Yeah, she even she was like, How is so many people like my video? I'm like, beats me, I do TikTok all the time and I've never had a million views. I think it's probably because it's like the, one of the most funniest scenes in a movie, right? Thing is, it's genuinely like her friend, like she's filming her friend going across a street and she just squats in the middle on a road. <laughs> but it's, it's genuinely like par for par. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's so bizarre. Um, Favourite song? Oh, do you know, you must know this already if you've done your research, but I love Celine Dion. Oh. And anyone that can help me meet Celine, and you know, I would love that. <laughs> no, um, I love Celine Dion. Um, there's a few songs. I mean, my heart will go on, but you know, it's kind of a little bit slow. And I mean, they're all slow, but they're power ballads, so they're great to sing. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then because you loved me, uh, it's all coming back. Oh, it's all coming back to me is probably my ultimate favorite. And then you got the power of love. So those are my four songs that I actually have that are part of my pregame. Um, playlist. Um, oh, nice. I love um, it's all. It's all coming back to me. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'll help you meet Celine Dion if you can help me meet Shania Twain. Oh my God, I love Shania. She's like my next best thing. Um, also love her. So <laughs> let's okay. Let's try and make that happen through this podcast. I mean, I am. <laughs> I am going to. I have got to take us to see her next year. So. Oh, do you? Whereabouts? Yeah. It's in Glasgow. The, oh. So the original date was 22nd of September. But we've, me, my fiance, and my parents have went for the 23rd because there was phenomenal demand. But neither yeah. date has sold out. And she's just announced a third date due to phenomenal demand. And I'm like, but none of them are sold out. Where's the phenomenal demand coming from? I always got got told that phenomenal demand means because it's sold out so quick, but there's so many people wanting to go. Oh, yeah. But no, you can still get tickets to all of them. Oh, random. I'm not. I don't care. Should I think you can do what you want? What's your What's your What's your favorite Should I song? I'm gonna get you. Oh yeah, no. I like from this moment. It's a good one. I like the more popular ones, but it's... I don't know if I should say the reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't say it if you don't feel like you should say it. That's all good. I've been caught out saying stupid things. It's all fine. Uh, I have, like... She's my celebrity crush as well. Ah, uh, okay. I see. And the, well, that, yeah. the video yeah. that I'm going to get you was the first video. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> like, Janaya, hello. <laughs> Oh, I love it. It's awesome. It's awesome. I love it. If I ever meet her, if I ever meet her, she's not getting to know that. So. 
Oh, no, awesome. I love um, yeah, from this moment and that don't impress me much. That's good song. Yeah, that's you can't beat that. I like the how oh, was it? Any man of mine. That's just Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just I blame my mum for it's, this. It's just her voice. Like and she's I actually my, outstanding. I blame my mum for me liking Shania Twain. Yeah, I can't too talk too much about Shania because then Celine might get jealous. Celine might get jealous. Well, Celine, come yeah. on the show and sort it out. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. Nothing to do with rugby, that, but we'll get Celine. <laughs> <to> get <one>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm still, every time I do an interview, I'm like, Celine, Celine, I'm like waiting for her to come out of the woodwork so I can meet her. Just say her name enough times. It might be like Beetlejuice. And well, said said it like a thousand times over the years. She's obviously not a rugby fan. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think she would be. <laughs> was this, she's like American Swiss and she, yeah there's like two countries yeah. that aren't well American no, born you, now, but have you ever dropped in, in, into Shania Twain's team no no I haven't <laughs> I no, honestly I haven't no, no I haven't uh, tell your fiance <laughs> yeah I don't know how she'd feel about that Just uh, yeah by the way um, Shania Twain's coming to the house see you later bye Oh, I'd love I mean, to message Lane, but that'd be a bit too much. I'd be more worried. It's the same with this whole the whole concept of the show is me messaging players and they come back with, "Yeah, sounds good." I'm like, "Sorry, <laughs> this <laughs> me out." I'm like, I, "Like, I don't get paid for this. I wish I did." Yeah. Yeah, but like yourself, who's won countless World Cups. Nick White, Richard Kahui, Liam Messam, and I'm sitting there like, she's not have anything like, better to do than chat with me. <laughs> it's just, you know, us Kiwis, we just like a yarn. We like chatting rugby. And when you said that, I was like, yeah, I'll have a chat. Yeah, no, no, no problem. I love it. It's just, it's always weird. Especially, it's weirder when you do it through clubs. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. even if you come up with a player to clubs, clubs will be like, what about this player? And it's always a youngster that nobody's heard of and I'm sitting like yeah but no did you get a lot of questions through when you asked what questions so I guess you know how you went out on your podcast like you went out on your socials to see what questions to ask me yes yeah, so that was uh, did you get a lot did you get a lot or nah we've got a few uh, mum <laughs> mum doesn't count and well, the black jersey, he 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 was a big one. He he seen oh, it. Yeah. Oh my god, you got Kendra Cox edge. I'm like, yeah, it's just <laughs> that's just what I do. I was just like, he needs to ask me. He just ask me. I was gonna say he's bound. You're bound to know. Yeah, I know who yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe but, after this, they might come. I might make like a message. Have a have a yarn. I did put it out there and people like just like the video and all that. I'm like, no, no, don't like it. Put a question in. <laughs> I didn't get this. <laughs> you know what kids these days they like? They just like they just like stuff. They don't know how to type. <laughs> there was one, it wasn't for you, there was one we got for a guest, and somebody tried to be a smart arse, basically. And it was, oh, ask who they are. No, I know who they are. I'm definitely not asking Kendra Coxedge that because everyone knows who Kendra is. <laughs> not sure about that. You, you don't give yourself enough credit. 
What is your favourite food cuisine or style of food? I always write that two different ways. What's, the, what's my favourite what? Style of food or food cuisine. Ah, or Japanese. Japanese. So like sushi. Yeah. And... Sushi, um, teppanyaki, um, yakiniku, um, all that kind of stuff. Yakitori. Um, when I went to Japan, I was lucky enough to go to the World Cup over there. I was nominated for... World Player of the Year in 2019. Um, and, oh, my God, the food is just divine in Japan. I so stuck with Japanese is my favourite, and it's just even 20 million times better when you're in the country, obviously. Um, Fair enough. Closely followed by Thai. Never had Thai, I don't think. Mm. There's not... You don't have much variety over here. It's more like you will have, like, a thousand... Italian restaurants, Chinese restaurants. Yeah. Are you in are you in Scotland or are you in England? Scotland. Oh yeah. So you just have shortbread. Is it shortbread? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> shortbread. Oh, haggis? haggis. Haggis? I feel like this controvert this is controversial. I don't like haggis. I'm not a big fan yeah. of it. I'm just saying that because you're from Scotland. Yeah, because I'm from Scotland. Yeah, it's all good. Because yeah. uh, Liam Wilson said that same joke as well, so it's fine. <laughs> oh yeah it's a kiwi thing <laughs> and, but then you you got Scottish whiskey though right yeah we yeah we make good whiskey yeah I want to go back <laughs> to Scotland I went, I went there for and did a bit of a tour I went to Edinburgh loved it I'd go back to Scotland the people were great too I, if people don't know Scotland well I say I'm from Edinburgh I'm not I'm from about 45 minutes away from Edinburgh I'm, I live oh. right between Edinburgh and St Andrews oh yeah it's 45 yeah. minutes either way, so I'm like, pick, pick, you can pick a side, I'll say I'm from either. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's, no, that's cool. Do you eat Highland cattle? No, you just farm them. Um, I suppose Angus beef is probably Highland cattle. No, like Highland cows? Um, no, probably not. No, it's probably just normal. Yeah, they're really, really cute cows. They're really cute. cute. I knew that was coming. Everyone thinks they're cute. I reckon this, <laughs> uh, I think maybe... I'm asking you questions that, that you're running the podcast. It's, it's, it's not. It's probably the first time guests have more chucked questions at me, so I'm a bit. <laughs> that's why I'm a bit ill prepared. That's that's why is because nobody really asks me questions. <laughs> I kind of just chuck in my answers, and people are like, "Yeah, I don't care." But yeah. <laughs> um, you can always cut it out. You can always cut it out after. It's natural. <laughs> this is what we want. I don't cut. I don't need to cut anything unless it like freezes or glitches. I don't really cut anything. Ah, okay. So, um, I'm, to my knowledge, no, we don't eat high on cattle. We do eat okay. cows, obviously. Yeah, but that's the same I think it's just normal cows to be boring. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking about it. I was actually generally just interested to know. I didn't, I didn't think you would, but I just thought maybe you might have the answer. <laughs> probably do. Was Suppose when you look at it in the shop and it's a burger, you don't know exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm sorry I don't have the right answer for you. It's okay. You don't need an answer. <laughs> the best one that my dad used to tell tourists was, so up north of Scotland, there's these like big pipes at the side of the road with like red sticker. It's for snow. So you can still see the road when if there's really high snow. My dad said it was feeding tubes for haggis. Oh. 
Wow. And it's sad how many people believed him. Oh, gosh. I was like, I don't know what's worse, you telling people that or people actually believing that? Believing it, yeah. Just to clarify, there is no such thing as a haggis. Okay. It's, not, it's not a wild animal that runs about. <laughs> you'd Again, you'd be surprised how many people think that you could actually go haggis hunting or something. No, you can't. Oh, wow. It's, it's wow. sheep. It's, it's, yeah. It's all the, the yuck bits chugged together. It, I could have a thin layer of it. I can't eat a lot of it. That's yeah. It's it's all right. It's it's just it's just seasoned meat. I don't see what the big fuss is. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, favorite song. We just did that, Celine Dion. Oh, Celine Dion. Oh, I wrote it down yeah. and I got, I got confused with the haggis. That's fine. Just double check. I'm just testing. You there. Sorry, that's because I took took off track. <laughs> I was just testing you to see if you would stick by your guns there. <laughs> might, have it, might have changed it to Shania, I reckon. I know that's what. There we go. I already knew we said it. I was just catching up. <laughs> no. Um, what's your biggest pet peeve? Um, my biggest one is when I am in the kitchen cooking, and someone wants to be in the kitchen at the same time. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like it's mostly it's mostly my dad to be honest. Like he's all of a sudden when I'm at home over Christmas, you know, dishwasher needs unstacking, could have been done all day and then or you know, whenever, but then when I start going and cooking dinner, you know, dad decides that he wants to unstack the dishwasher and I'm trying to cook them dinner and he's in he's in the bloody way. So that's probably my little my little pet peeve. Um and then, you know, Dishwashers on. People put dishes either in the sink or on top of the dishwasher until. <laughs> I do you say that? Like, putting it next to the yeah. dishwasher, yeah. Or putting dishes just in the sink and then hoping that I don't know the mysterious two-story dishwasher. Well, the dishwasher theory will come in, or the dish clean, wall cleaner yeah. is going to come and clean them. You're not going to like me because that's what I do. I just. Oh no, your poor fiance. <laughs> <laughs> or what's the other one? It's just, it's along the same lines. Put the wash in, like the dirty clothes next to the wash machine. No, <laughs> that's another one. No way. I'm OCD with washing, so I hate uh, dirty washing. So I'm just as soon as it gets half full, it's, I'm, I'm washing it. That's fair. Yeah. You have to if you want me to do something, you have to be very precise with the instructions. Well, I hope that your fiance no. writes a note saying, do not put these on the ground next to the dirty pile, put them in the washing machine, push, put some detergent in and push, close the door and push that. The only reason I say that is because my mum will tell everyone the story. So I may as well beat her to the punch. She had like a vase of flowers and asked, could you put the flowers out? I was like, yeah. I took the flowers out and left a vase full of <laughs> and she came home and she went what's that I was like you told me to take the flowers out and she went yeah take the water with you I was like that's not what you said oh it's the water too that gets, it gets so <laughs> smelly it gets <laughs> so, so smelly I thought she was going to kill me or yeah could you wash your plates 
So I washed the plates and left the cutlery. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's gold. <laughs> be be accurate, or or I do it now yeah. more to play on it. But genuinely, growing up, I used to be like, "Well, you only told me I wash my plates. I wash the plates." <laughs> if you did, oh. if you said do the dishes, that would just imply everything. So what I'm just saying is do the laundry. You do, or did you have to say, do the T-shirts, do your undies, do the shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll oh, go and wash <laughs> the jeans. Just a pair of jeans in the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> it, drives them, yeah. it drives everyone nuts, but I, I got a kick out of it now, so. Yeah, fair enough. Or I'm trying to think of other ones that I do. People ask me if, they, if I could do them a favour. I instantly say, depends what it is. And uh, riles up everyone. I'm like, I'm not agree. I'm not pre-agreeing to something. And then you go like, oh, can you like go and like walk my dog and take my grand to the airport? And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. So yeah, I, I think uh, you know, I think major. I think a lot of people probably answer that question with that though. To be honest, not 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 well, not my group of people anyway. It's always <laughs> I just go, can you do me a favor? And go, yeah, yeah. Okay. Kill a man for me then. That's the favour. <laughs> just just test her loyalty. Yeah. I don't know. But I always I always question things or do stuff almost under like underhanded type, like the whole wash the plates, not the cutlery. Yeah. I do it also to keep people on their toes, see if they're actually paying attention. <clears throat> <laughs> I love how you put it back on. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in the wrong. They're, they're in the wrong. I don't know. I'm just making it. Just make up as I go along. Um, who is the most famous contact in your phone? Ben Carter? Prove it. I don't know. It's too late, it's probably too late at night. It's too late at night, though. I am going to prove it. I'm bringing it up right now. The only reason I've asked that, I've seen a video on it and it's like a university team. And it's like, who's the most famous you've got? Uh, there is. Dan Carter. Dan Carter. Yeah, that's fair. And actually Dallas Beemore, very good uh, uh, All Black Stevens player. Oh, you're just showing off now. Again. <laughs> <laughs> what is your dream vacation? Or holiday, I say. Um... Anywhere by a beach with cocktails, to be honest. Um, and I really want to go, I haven't been to the Greek islands and Croatia, so I want to head those ways. It's a lot of beachy, nice sand, nice water. Nice. I could, yeah. I could, vouch, I could vouch for Greece, because I've been to Greece once, twice. Once or twice, but very nice. Yeah, nice. What's, what's, the, what's the cocktail in your hand then? What would you have? Um, you know what? I just like um. There's no real one cocktail that I like. I just like uh, I like fruity ones that don't have tequila. If that helps. Okay. <laughs> uh, I had a bad ex had bad experience when I was 18 with tequila, and I haven't been able to drink it since. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to know. Maybe, yeah, maybe no, it's it's just literally just that. Like I can't like I can smell it and everything, and I just won't drink it because it just no good. That's fair. That's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. You got any hobbies away from rugby? Uh, 
I enjoy going uh, mountain biking. Um, nice. And, uh, you know, I've kind of stopped that the last few years just because I've been contracted with player and, and a high injury rate. But um, it's something I just got my bike serviced. So going mountain biking, just, um, you know, there's heaps of tracks here in Christchurch that you can you can go to and there's flat ones or you can do downhill. But, um, yeah, I just enjoy getting out on the bike. Nice. Is that true though that you're not as a contractor player? You can't do like X, Y, and Z. Oh, you can. There are certain things you can't do, but that's not necessarily stated as one. Um, I just chose not to because um, I'm getting a little bit over overconfident at times, and you know I've crashed a couple of times on my bike in the past, and leading into a World Cup, probably not the greatest thing to be doing. I think the worst thing I did on my bike. I still don't know how I did it. My foot slipped off the pedal, and you know, like the bits in the wheel yeah my foot got stuck in that and it started like what were you doing I, I, it happened that quick i was pedaling and my foot slipped off the pedal and the way it, it's like it bounced, oh, slipped like into the into, the into the wheel yeah so i had to like immediately yeah. slam on the brakes or i would have shattered my leg but nothing happened oh. more just yeah. twisted my ankle so i just kind of like had to like walk with the bike the bike next to me oh sad wow. <laughs> pathetic a little bit. <laughs> you did a good job of that then. Yeah, I've been I've been very lucky with not getting injured on like bike <laughs> quads or something. The worst one was in Turkey on bike on a quad. Sorry, we all went quad biking like a uh, like a boys' day out. Yeah, and the health and safety isn't a thing in like rural countries. You've as you probably know, but. Yeah. I got given a quad. Now, everyone's quad was immaculate. Tires were straight. My tire was like that on the front. And I went, I'm not being funny. That's not safe. And they're like, no, no, it's fine. You'll be, you'll be all good. I was like, I won't be, but okay. You've obviously done it a thousand times. Yeah. So we get like halfway around, like you're just kind of following the leader. And then there's a bit where you're allowed to open it up down this like dirt track. And I went to turn, and obviously because the wheel was like that, it like just came in on itself. So I had to jump off the quad before the quad flipped. <laughs> oh wow! All and right, the, guy, the guy came back and he's like, oh, "Are you okay?" I was like, "I did tell you this wasn't safe." Yeah, at least you said that it wasn't safe. He's like, "Yeah, but are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine because I've jumped off." And there was a ditch, so I was lucky. <laughs> and my dad's friend was like, like, oh, my God, are you all right? I was like, yeah, yeah I'm fine. He's like, good, because that was hilarious. So I was like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for your support. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's coming up to this, that special time of the year, what would you like for Christmas? Um... To be honest, like that sounds a bit cliche, but just for me to be with my family. Um, yeah. I'm not I'm not really huge. Like I love buying kids presents and I love I love buying presents, but I always get told that I'm really difficult to buy for. Um and because I got my people that if I need it, I'll save money, I'll go get it. <laughs> um nice. so my sisters always tell me that um, and friends tell me I'm hard to buy for, but just being, um, you know, with, with all my family and, and catching up with my friends up in, in Taranaki is, would be, um, you know, would be what I'd love for Christmas. I love that. That's good. 
Final, final question for you today, Kendra. Um, yeah. One thing you'd like to be remembered for? Um, you told me they were going to be no hard questions. <laughs> um, I think, okay, that might be the hardest question, but it's your last one, though, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's one. Um, I think I just want to be remembered for inspiring the next generation, right? Like, I love that. That's so good. I, I just want to be known for, you know, that, that person that um, put women's rugby on the map, um, you know, that young girls aspire and young boys aspire to be, you know, there's young boys at the moment now that are saying they want to be black friends and um, I think that's really awesome. But just, yeah, I just probably want to be known that, I, you know, for inspiring the nation, inspiring the next generation and empowering women. Yeah, well, you're definitely on the right course because, I mean, just look at the legacy you've just left behind. So, oh, there's, thanks, sorry, thank you. <laughs> there's no reason why. I'm not going to lie, I'm still... I'm still not sunk in that I'm actually sitting talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like something I love. I honestly, I love talking and um, I love chatting rugby. And I was on a Zoom this morning with a with a sponsor doing a Q and A to you know a, a, a few people around the world. And I just I love doing it. Like as much as I can share um, yeah. and share about leadership, share about culture, then I just hope there might be one person that might take a little gold nugget out of something and that all comes back to me around my purpose and around what I you know I guess not just what I wanted on the black jersey but out of it as well um around inspiring the generation and you know and next generation and just anyone um you know there's you know this morning's one was you know woman in leadership and I you know that's really cool for me is that I just want to empower women to be brave and to you know if a role comes up to apply for it be confident because we yeah. need to be um yeah so that's 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 the reason why I'm probably having a chat to you is that there might be someone out there that, you know, might just be not sure if they want to play rugby or not. And, you know, they've now picked up a ball or there's someone that um, is not sure what they want to do or whatnot. And hopefully I can inspire them. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's going to sound really daft. Everything about, like, the first bit of the interview about your career and your, like, your playing style and all that and who you'd like to have played with, etc. I probably won't remember that as much. I will probably remember the more personal thing, like me and you talking about something Dion and Chad Twain. That's something. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I, do, I end up doing it with every guest. There's something that has nothing to do with, like, anyone listening. Like, it'll be like, I don't care. Yeah. But and then like, the, the media picked up when I talked about Celine, that was, like, the caption. It was, like, Black fan star listens to Celine Dion or something. Yeah. When I, I first put it out there. <laughs> I don't think you can ever clickbait anything we, we say in this interview. There's never been anything. Yeah. Nah, there isn't. Oh, no. Nothing controversial. Nothing at all. But nah. Nah. The, book, the book is closed, Kendra. You've absolutely crushed it. And I cannot thank you enough for agreeing to come on. Oh, no, nah, no problem at all. It was, it was good chatting. Yeah, time to. Probably time to go to class my bed time, actually. So, I'll do that. It's morning here, so. I've got the, <laughs> got the day ahead of me. Lucky me. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this has been an absolute blast. And this has been the final whistle with Kendra Coxedge. And we'll see you next time.